Hey guys, welcome to Heart on the Mic. My name is Nuts, and I'm here with my co-host, Ness. And we're just here for a little mini update. Yes, we're going to record a little mini-sode between season one and two. Aren't you guys glad to hear from us? I know, I feel like it's been forever. Like, what is wrong with us? Like, I feel like we've neglected our... Right. Our listeners. Because really, we're taking a break, but we could, like, take, like, five, ten minutes to record. Yeah. Or a little bit longer. I don't know. Even IG. But what's up, guys? We just wanted to kind of get the juices flowing. Nadia already forgot a few (laughs) things in studio. Um, I'm just kidding. But seriously, we're here just for life updates, and it is... The month of May, which is important to us because both of us are May babies. Mm -hmm. I just celebrated my 25th birthday, um, one of the most bittersweet birthdays that I've had so far. And Nadia's birthday is mañana. Tomorrow. And she turns 25 plus 5, so. (laughs) Dirty 30. Yes. (laughs) Without the dirty. (laughs) Whatever that means. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. (laughs) Anyway. But we're checking in and just giving you a little update about life. We were chatting about things that have happened recently since we last recorded and things like that. So we're kind of just going to pick up that conversation where we left it. And I was asking Nadia how she feels about turning 30. And then we can just do the usual and ask each other questions and go from there. Yeah. So, speaking of turning 30, I feel like I'm okay with it. Like, it's not this big, big deal. Big deal. I don't know. Maybe I might. it might just hit me tomorrow and be like, oh, what's happened? <laughs> Where did this gray hair come from? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Is it the year of gray hair? I don't know. I hope not. But, um, no, I just feel like other times you just want to make this big deal and, like, this big celebration and have parties and invite friends over. And this year did not feel like that at all. I'm just, like, I can't be bothered. I'm sorry if people get offended. Like, I don't want to worry about who to invite, who to not invite, and whatnot. <laughs> so I just decided, like, I don't want to do anything. I just want to be with my kids, <laughs> like stay home or watch a movie. I don't know. But as far as turning 30, like my my actual feelings about it, I feel like I had in my mindset actually what 30 meant to me. Like things yes. I oh wanted to do when I turned 30. Stop. Yeah. That's the same. I know we're talking about your birthday, but same. Yeah. Like, I just felt so let down because I didn't have those things Uh checked off in my book. Like, what 25 meant to me. Yeah. And, like, it was the first age I looked forward to, like, when I was a teenager. Like, when I'm 25, I'm going to do this, this, and this, and this. It seems like like such a marker, right? Yeah. And I'm like, bro, I'm at 25, and I don't even think any of those things have happened. Like, I was just so disappointed in myself, to be honest. Yeah, no. So to me, like, when I would think about turning 30, obviously, like, I would think about it when Brian was still here. And one of the things I wanted to do was, like, renew our vows. Mm. I was like, ooh, 30 is a perfect age to do it. The kids are going to be, like, old Old enough. enough. We could have them in the ceremony and have, like, a nice little wedding. Because I never got 
to have a wedding. Yeah. So that was like always the thought on my mind that about something like that I wanted to do. Which now I'm just like, okay, great. Like, that was in my plans, but it's not going to happen. Throw that off the list. Yeah. Um, I was I had thought of something else, too, but I can't remember. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know. What does turning 30 mean? I don't know what it means yet. <laughs> I haven't thought that far forward. What but else mine, did 25? Yeah, what else did 25 mean honest, to you? honest, like, 25 to me was, like, Already having my first kid, mm. saving for a house, um, being out of more debt than I am in now. It, what else did it mean? I think those were the big ones in my head. Like wanting to start a family by 25 was a big thing to me. Um, of course, wanting to be a home own, homeowner is like a big goal of mine. So like just thinking about... <laughs> Thinking about the fact that that process is not near to being yeah. getting started, no. I was just so sad over it. Like, really, is my car is not even paid off yet. Like, <laughs> I was just being like so difficult on, like, super just these like hard unrealistic on standards that we. No, but to me, I'm like they should <laughs> well, be I mean, realistic. But I should have been able to do all that. Yeah, crap, you know, no. like I've always worked full time. How to get held a good job and things like that and like another sad thing for me is or was because I like talked myself down from like the cliff <laughs> not really but <laughs> what no I'm you about to jump off <laughs> no I was just dangling my feet at the edge like you know when you like go somewhere at the beach or whatever and you're just yeah. like sitting there like you don't want anybody to bother you mm -hmm. I was just there like Leave me alone. I think that's where I was today. <laughs> I'll come back when I'm ready. Like, I'll deal with you later type of thing. Not like, screw my life, I'm over <laughs> it. But like, I'm done talking to everybody right now type of thing. And um, I had to just get over it. And I forgot where I, what I was even saying. What, 25? No, like in oh, the midst in that of that. thought? Okay, in got that you. Thought, yeah, I was going to something specific. But I don't even remember anymore. But... Um, there was something I don't know now, but I was just like holding on to it and I was just like so sad over it. And then I was like, bro, you still have time. Yeah, for what, sure. What am I calling myself? Bro. bro. <laughs> we talk to each other yeah. like that. Sometimes I talk to myself like, dude, no, it's so weird. I talk to myself like the way I would hear Brian talk to me. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's so weird. Not really. Yeah. But, so it was a really big deal for me. I was sad, like, the whole mm. week before I turned 25 and locked myself in my room for three hours one day and just, mm. yeah, I was just, I just needed me time to process everything and tell myself that it was okay yeah. to not have accomplished everything. And it's just super annoying to me that people always tell me that I'm hard on myself. Yeah. And I'm like, no, I just have high standards for myself. Leave me alone. <laughs> That's deep because I don't think even think I've gotten there. I think I've just, like, ignored it and brushed it off, not really thought about it. Thought about what? About my birthday and turning 30. Oh. No, but I did not brush it off, girl. I was hard-timing it. I think just because of the season I've been in, too, yeah. that it's just been such a stretching season. Like, before, I'd be, like, panicking. What is happening? Like, well, Jesus, you know what, what are you doing? Too, though? Like, Speaking of seasons, which we always talk about, mm -hmm. and, like, 
we're still in the season of loss, unfortunately. And like the day before I had my loss, I was literally in, in the thought, like I was sharing with you last week about like trying to process all the anxiety, like, yeah, I guess it was anxiety, like Mm -hmm. all the frustration coming with turning 25. And then I had my loss and I kind of like just suppressed it. Mm -hmm. And then on top of that morning, so I was just like, I could have. I was explosive. (laughs) (laughs) No, for sure. And I had to compose myself as well. So it's another task on top of all the dirty laundry piling up. I mean, when things come at you like left and right and it's just happening out of nowhere, it's definitely hard to like grasp like what is really happening and like where does my mind need to be right now. Yeah. For sure. But no, like this, this season has just been weird. I don't know how long I've been in this season, I can't, I haven't really kept track, but I went from, like, panicking to, like, not panicking to just being, like, eh, like, it is what it is. Like, I've never been so secure in my relationship with God, like, as I am right now, where literally, like, anything can happen, and I'm just, like, okay, cool, because, like, he's been the only thing I've had that has been, like, Secure. Secure. Yeah. yeah, my little meltdown so took me constant. back to that. Yeah. Like, to that place where I was, like, just trusting in God fully. Yeah. Even with death, like, all these, you know, like, we're going through grieving and losing people, but it's just such a bittersweet, you mm-hmm. know? Like, it's it's bitter because, like, the person leaves you phys- physically, but sweet also because you know what comes out of that. You know that there's, <clears throat> you know that there's still Eternity. something to that can grow from it and yes eternity but like to those who stay here and have to mourn and have to face the pain like Mm -hmm. it just teaches you so much that once you finally are able to look at the outcome of things you just makes you a little bit more thankful yeah yeah I remembered my train of thought it was about being 25 and not having the job security that I've Mm -hmm. always had and May marks a year for me of being in this season. So I was even having, like, a hard time with that. Like, wow, I've really been in this place for 25 years. I mean, 25. <laughs> for a year <laughs> pertaining to, like, work, you yeah. know? So that was another big thing for me. And, like, after I had my little moment coming out of it, like, I really realized, like, hey, this is where I have been wanting to be Mm -hmm. like I've been wanting to have flexibility with my work schedule and since I'm nannying now I literally do if I want to go in at 9 30 I just say yes if I don't or have an errand to run I can go in later or the latest I've started is 11 like this is where I want to be and I just was reminded you know of God's grace and also just being a good steward of my time is something that <laughs> we always That's, talk about. Yeah. But I know, like, if I challenge myself enough that I can accomplish so much in the little two or three hours that I may have each morning before going to work and things like that and just um, coming back to the season or <clears throat> a deeper, a different part of morning again, um, you know, I've just, my perspective is coming back to where it was you know Mm -hmm. my talking last week just vision yeah that's where I'm at again it's like okay how am I gonna get there what am I gonna do God how are you gonna guide me type Mm -hmm. of thing but like you mentioned having the losses um 
I've had two losses since we've last recorded. Nadia had a loss, what, two days after yeah. one of mine. And um, today we both mutually have a loss as well. So yeah. last week we thought we would touch on it again. And um, since there's another loss today, it's, I guess, even more something to so talk crazy. about. So I'll let you dive into it first. <clears throat> well, um, for me, my loss was... Um, my it was more my husband's really good friend um he's one of those friends that was always there for him sorry my throat is like really bad right now but um he was really close to my husband as far as I can remember whenever Brian would come in and out of jail he was that one friend who was always encouraging him like hey bro like do good this time stay out of jail you know, don't hang out with the homies, kind of, <laughs> and he was one of the homies, like, he knew all of the friends that were still out on the street doing their thing, but he was one of the ones who always, like, kind of laid low, laid low and stuff, so, um, he was, you know, there's those friends that you're like, oh, I don't want you hanging out with him, <laughs> but he definitely wasn't one of those friends, he was just so kind, so loving, he always had, like, a great energy, uh, always had a big smile on his face and um, I mean I know Brian was super close to him so when Brian passed away um, they told me that after his funeral he was one of the guys that cried the most for him he was the friend that couldn't stop crying he was the friend that stayed up all night to like four in the morning just sharing his stories and laughing and crying some more and um kind of really like encouraged people also like through that loss experiencing it from his point of view I heard he was even telling like Brian's brothers like hey you guys need to like step it up and do this and that and um that was just word of mouth but I also experienced it from my own point of view you know anytime I saw him he was like hey Nadia how are you like Hope you're doing good. Let me know if you need anything. <laughs> that was just a little bit of background on that. But on Monday night, I learned... Oh, no, it was... um. Was it Monday night? Tuesday night. Tuesday morning, I woke up to a text telling me that he had passed away. And that... Well, I actually woke up in the middle of the night because I had a dream. Yeah, I remember that telling you about that. two dream. people passed away. And that dream was so real to me that... I woke up like in a sweat and I was like, what? Like, this can't be happening. Like, it's not true. In the back of my mind, I remember that I had got a text right before I went to sleep, but I was so tired that I just told myself, I'm going to sleep. I'm not going to look at my phone. I'll worry about it in the morning. Well, I had that nightmare in the middle of the night, pick up my phone. And that, that was the first thing I saw. It said, so-and-so passed away. Um, and I just broke down crying. I broke down in tears. Um, this was a person who loved my husband very dearly. And I just mourned. Like, I just mourned in the middle. It was like three in the morning. And I just cried like myself back to sleep. But, um, it was hard because, you know, going to show the family support. And I just learned so much more of how much he loved my husband um apparently he told people that 
after we buried Brian, he told people that if he ever went or whenever he, it was his time to go, that he wanted his funeral to be exactly like Brian's. And <clears throat> I mean that in the sense that they were both Packers fans. Mm. Um, and, you know, when we laid Brian to rest, we had, you know, his friends and family and whoever wanted to wear Green Bay jerseys just to show their love and support. And, um, he wanted the same thing, so he got buried in a white Aaron Rodgers jersey, just like Brian did, and um, it was so, like, it was an honor to see him go like that, it was so crazy, like, it was like reliving things all over again, and um, just to see a crowd of friends wearing those green jerseys or white jerseys all over again brought back a lot of memories, but oddly too, it also brought like a lot of healing and a lot of perspective too, and a lot of just feeling thankful. Um, but yeah, that was it. We laid him to rest, um, on Friday and, Thankfully, his mom was saved. She's a very kind and strong lady. Like, I couldn't believe. I just couldn't believe it. She was burying her son, and she, like, did not shed a tear. Wow. Yeah. So that was, you know, my loss. And still processing it, still talking to friends that were mutual friends and trying to encourage them and, um, trying to encourage them to you know seek God and um obviously they're grieving they're going through to go through their pain process differently but it just really um helped me like process my grief in a different way too it's bittersweet you know like I said you don't you don't know what's gonna happen and we don't understand it fully never will but we have to trust that there is purpose behind it I saw friends give their life to God, you know, in a situation that had it not been that way, they probably would have never had the opportunity to say a prayer like that, to give their life to God or to even know like, oh man, my friend was a Christian, like he went to heaven, you know. Yeah. I know for you that your loss is a lot closer to home <laughs> than just a friend and you didn't just have one loss. Yeah, so... I had two losses in my family, both on two different sides. Um, the first loss was my older cousin on my dad's side, and my second loss was my baby cousin on my mom's side. So it was within, I believe, three or four days of each other. I'm sure three, actually, um, but my cousin was... Um, hit by a drunk driver uh, that fled the scene and um, according to the article or whatever uh, officer happened to be near the scene when it happened so she was able to get um, support right away but um, something I guess I'm still processing um, because she did live with us from time to time and my parents um, did play a role in her life but her funeral is a bit further than my little cousin's was, and I was a bit hands-on with his funeral, and um, my husband actually got the call because my phone, I always have it charged, yet the night before I um, told my husband I didn't need to charge it, that I was home with him, and that I'm okay, and um, 
ironically, he had to get the call, so he woke me up in the morning, and um, it, it, it felt unreal. It still, it still does, of course, being so fresh, but immediately I just thought of my cousins and um, wanted to make sure we were all together um, to be able to process it. Yeah, so he um, leaves behind a baby girl, turns one year old this month, uh, so that's something heavy on my heart as well when it comes to his loss. Um, but I grew up with him. My mom and dad also played a role in his life as far as um, him growing up. And in middle school, he also lived with us as well. So most most definitely like a little brother. Um, him and my sister would always fight my little sister. So just holding those those memories and all those things just coming to mind, of course, is not easy to think about it um just the fact that we um had to plan a service for my little cousin was just hard for me at moments just because you know in your mind like we talked about earlier we we think things should play out one way or another and I never thought of us um planning to bury my little cousin and I'm just glad that the last few times I seen him that we had good conversations as usual and he talked about his his pride and joy, his baby girl, and I was able to to see the love in him, the way he talked about her and just um yeah, it's it's still still an open wound and I'm sure I'll have many other days that I cry about it and process it spontaneously, but Nevertheless, I'm grateful that my cousins respect me in the way that I do because um, much of my family on my dad's side um, sees me to be one of the boys and um, <laughs> I was able to have a lot of good moments with them all together, about six of them and one of me, but those are moments I truly cherish because, of course, everybody has their memories with them separately, but to them, I was considered or am considered part of the top part of the crew, and that's an honor in itself to me because I just love them all so much, and just the thought of another one of them being gone, you know, losing one, another one of my boys is just hasn't been easy, but just helping with all the planning or some of the planning has kept me afloat. So that's where I am come, coming to all that and sharing, I guess, what's the process has been like up to date. But also sorry that I'm talking low too. <laughs> I'm just out of breath in a sense and just all good. Don't want to cry, and also been sick all week. I got I got really <clears throat> sick when we were actually in studio last week. Mm -hmm. That was like my peak of it. So, um, sorry if you can can't hear me at the greatest, but that's where I'm at. And today we just speak about loss because it's real. It happens all the time. It's inevitable, and um. We're sad as well that Janina goes to heaven today, mm -hmm. um, and we have her family in our prayers, but just anybody who's going through a loss, it's, 
all the losses have taught me that no grieving process is the same. Like they say for, they say like people process it differently, but even in itself, me as an individual have processed all the deaths differently yeah, as well. definitely. And I would just encourage anybody who has a loss or will have a loss, you know, that don't expect yourself to feel the same way that you did for another loss or if you've never had a difficult loss yet um I can say that it's it's a roller coaster ride your very first your very first big loss um but I don't even want to stay on the bright side but there is a silver lining and um sometimes it prepares you or at least I feel like it's prepared me for my my next hardest loss um and I'm able to be this level-headed in it because my first loss was so traumatic um so it's not all the same is I guess what I can say yeah yeah um I feel like we made it a point to record also because you know it takes us back to why we started this Mm -hmm. holds us accountable it holds us accountable and really all it took was those first losses for us to realize how precious life is and how short it is and how quickly things can change and um never want to get caught not um uh, how do I say this I never want to get comfortable with the feeling or like just forget like what that person meant and Mm. sometimes um like we talked about the last time we met that you lose vision and you lose yeah kind of sense of direction of what you're supposed to be doing and where you're supposed to be going or even setting expectations and not meeting them can make you feel like you're you're derailed but um just having these losses once again unfortunately um i'm not saying that that's what it took but mm-hmm. you know it it gave us the opportunity to sit down and process and think about um, how to move forward with what we're doing and how to continue doing what we're doing and um, how it's we're going to use it to help people. And I don't know. Yeah, and it's just a matter of um, as much as life happens, you always have to have that's something that can bring you back to being, you know, level-headed or to continue forward, whatever you want to call it, but you can't lose sight of your vision, and it's so easy to when the storm is raging and when life's coming at you hard, but always have that one thing to be able to bring you back to your vision, and I'm glad that we have heart on the mic and each other a relationship to be able to do that and certain aspects of our life so I just want to encourage you guys to always always have that that point that you know where it brings you joy and it's gonna help you to continue forward in whatever you're going through uh we don't want to be Debbie Downers so in closing in this little bonus um episode what are you currently celebrating in life what am I currently celebrating well, I mean, besides my birthday, stating the obvious, um, 
I think I'm just celebrating where I'm at. Um, I feel like this is always my answer for things, but I've learned to stop dwelling on the past. I've learned to stop thinking too much into the future because it's something that I can't control. Mm -hmm. And I'm just celebrating being able to live in peace and live, um. live in the now, if that makes sense. Because if I can look back at like 2017, 2016, Nadia, I was definitely a worrier. I was definitely a control freak. I was definitely doing things my way. And now it's very different. My eyes have been opened and I feel like this light has just been shed into my life. And I really am thankful that I have this new perspective. And so I celebrate it because you know, there really is nothing that we can do about yesterday or there's nothing that we can do about tomorrow, but all we have is right now. And so I celebrate the, even this very moment right now. Yeah. I celebrate knowing how to be content mm -hmm. um, because we both share the mutual characteristic of being warriors. <laughs> very similar, huh? <laughs> yes. Um, so I do celebrate that and um, just the support system that I have. I'll always appreciate it. Um, the people in my life that see me when I am straying away from contentment and stepping into worry, um, who will reach out to me intentionally and check on me, and whether it's a call or a text message or whatever it may be, and just my foundation which thanks to my mom and dad, the way they wait, they, they have raised me, um, is of course, always knowing that if God is number one in my life and he's leaving me, that everything is going to work out for the good. So I celebrate that and just the family that I have plays a part of my support system, but I'm just truly grateful for our dynamic because um, I'm consistently reminded that my family is just unique and people are just blown away stepping into um, either side of my family of uh, just how family-oriented we are and how close we are. So I, 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 I do appreciate that with my birthday passing and not wanting to celebrate it, but having everybody around that I did, my mm -hmm. family and people like you that have become family um, to make it a celebration even though I didn't want it to be being with you guys made it an occasion to celebrate to me so that's what I'm celebrating yay <laughs> small clap well guys um we hope that you guys were able to take something from that even just a small little thing um we do this with the purpose of always hoping and praying that we reach somebody and that our words don't just come out of our mouth and are void and not full of meaning. or But really, we try to talk about things intentionally. And we're not just processing these things on our own for ourselves. I feel like we put ourselves out there and make ourselves vulnerable because we trust that the next person listening to this is going to get one thing or another. Get things. Some something. type of nugget. Yeah. <laughs> So thank you guys. Um, 
We hope you're happy. For sticking with us. Yeah. We hope you're happy as well that you're going to see if your notifications are on. Mm. That you have a little bonus. Surprise. Recording bonus episode, whatever you want to call it, a mini-sode. Um, for you to listen to between our transition into season two from season one. So we don't know. There might be another little surprise mini-sode or not. But thank you for listening and feel free, as we always say, to hit up our DM or email if you have any questions, feedback, or if you don't see us on Insta and you want to know how we're doing, just even say, hey, how's it going? Just checking in, whatever you want. Yeah. Keep us on our toes. (laughs) Thanks for listening, you guys. We'll talk to you soon. It's a wrap. Bye.